بسم الله والحمد لله والصلاة والسلام على سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه ومن والاه. The Jum'ah Khutbah is an essential reminder that calls the believers every Friday to increase in taqwa, God consciousness. This series shares Jum'ah Khutbahs that take place at the Al-Maqasid Seminary. Inna alhamdulillah, hamdan yaliqu bi jalali wajhihi wa azimi sultanih. اللهم لك الحمد حتى ترضى ولك الحمد إذا رضيت ولك الحمد بعد الرضا ونشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد أن سيدنا ونبينا وقرة أعيننا ونور قلوبنا محمدا عبده ورسوله اللهم صلي وسلم وبارك وكرم على عبدك المصطفى سيدنا محمد وعلى آله الأطهار وأصحابه الأخيار ومن تبعهم بإحسان وهدى إلى يوم الدين وعلينا معهم وفيهم برحمتك يا أرحم الراحمين أما بعد فيا عباد الله إني أوصيكم وإياي بتقوى الله لا إله إلا الله وَأَحْسِنُوا يَرْحَمُكُمُ اللَّهِ إِنَّ رَحْمَةَ اللَّهِ قَرِيبٌ مِنَ الْمُحْسِنِينَ All praise belongs to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, our creator and sustainer, the all-knowing, the all-wise, the most merciful. We bear witness that there is nothing worthy of worship save Him subhanahu wa ta'ala, one without partner. And we bear witness that our noble and beloved Prophet Muhammad peace and blessings of Allah be upon him, is his final prophet and messenger, and that he came with the message that all of the previous prophets and messengers came with, inviting us to worship our Lord and believe in him and come to know him, and he brought us the keys of salvation and showed us the way to every good and warned us of every evil and harm. May Allah's peace and blessings be upon him everlastingly and upon his family and companions, and all who follow in his way. To proceed, I remind myself and all of you, my beloved elders, brothers and sisters, community, to be mindful of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, to have taqwa of Allah, and that we are now in the blessed month of Sha'ban, and we need to have the frame of mind, and we need to have a determination and an intention to increase in taqwa and to realize that the breezes of Ramadan are upon us or will be very closely upon us in a short amount of time and that we have to have a mindset of seeking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's good pleasure. That we have this commitment to taqwa, we have a commitment to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, to the hereafter, to the next life that is coming upon us that allows us to transcend the inclinations of the nafs and the, the inclinations of worldliness and being distracted and taken away from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And there is no better time than the time that we are in now as the month of Ramadan approaches us. The Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wasallam tells us in a hadith narrated by An-Nasai, which is classified as Hassan, Regarding the month of Sha'ban, today is the first of Sha'ban, and from the previous month, the month of Rajab, the Prophet ﷺ would 
would regularly say, Allahumma barik lana fi Rajab wa Sha'ban wa balighna Ramadan. Oh Allah, bless us in the months of Rajab and Sha'ban and allow us to reach Ramadan. So coming to this middle month between the sacred month of Rajab and the most blessed month of Ramadan, the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, ذَلِكَ شَهْرٌ يَغْفُلُ النَّاسُ عَنْهُ بَيْنَ رَجَبْ وَرَمَضَانِ وَهُوَ شَهْرٌ تُرْفَعُ فِيهِ الْأَعْمَالُ إِلَىٰ رَبِّ الْعَالَمِينَ فَأُحِبُّ أَنْ يُرْفَعَ عَمَلِي وَأَنَا صَائِمٌ كما قال صلى الله عليه وسلم About the month of Sha'ban, it is a month that a lot of people are neglectful of between Rajab and Ramadan. And it is a month in which a person's deeds are taken and uh, uh, raised to the Lord of the worlds. And he said, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, and I love for my actions to be raised while I am fasting. So outside of the month of Ramadan, the month that the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam would fast the most is the month of Sha'ban. And this month also contains a very important and significant night that the Messenger of Allah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam informed us of in a hadith that's narrated by Al-Imam Ahmad and Al-Bayhaqi and Ibn Majah. He said Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam when he went out to Baqir, the graveyard in Medina, and he raised his blessed eyes to the heavens, and he said, إِنَّ اللَّهَ عَزَّ وَجَلْ يَنزِلُ لَيْلَةَ النِّصْفِ مِنْ شَعْبَانِ إِلَى السَّمَاءِ الدُّنْيَا That Allah, mighty and majestic, that he comes down and extends his mercy and he comes to the lowest heaven on the 15th night of Sha'ban. And he forgives people in greater number than the amount of hairs on the flocks of the tribe of Kalb. So it was a tribe that was known to have a lot of livestock and a lot of different animals. So imagine one animal, how many pieces of hair there are on there that the Prophet ﷺ said, Allah forgives more people in number than the amount of hairs on the flocks of the tribe of Kalb. So this is an indication of a special mercy that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grants on that night. So inshallah, it will fall on the uh, upcoming uh, Thursday preceding the day of Friday. Not this upcoming one, two weeks from yesterday, essentially, will be Laylat al-Nislaf min Sha'ban. And inshallah, we can give life to that night and turn to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and seek His forgiveness. But what we wanted to focus on primarily in today's khutbah is coming back to this formula, this healing and medicine that scholars recommend after understanding the wisdom of the book and the sunnah and making it accessible to the ummah, that the month of Rajab is a month of repentance and turning back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and cleaning the slate of our heart from the, the, the sins, the stain of sins that incurs over uh, uh, the, the year. And that in the month of Sha'ban, the month that comes after that, preceding the month of Ramadan, is a month of abundant salawat upon the Prophet ﷺ. And sometimes people, especially in the modern world and after some certain ideologies have become widespread, there are some people who don't really understand the value 
and the blessings and benefits of sending salawat upon the Prophet And how, after turning to Allah in repentance and cleaning our hearts of sin, when we engage in sending salawat upon the Prophet how does that prepare us for the most blessed month of Ramadan? Well, very simply, the Qur'an was revealed upon his heart, sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sallam. So in order for us to fully connect to and appreciate and open ourselves up to the meanings and the lights and the realities of the Qur'an, we have to have a strong connection to the one the Qur'an was revealed to, the Prophet Muhammad, sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sallam. And he says about the virtue and the merit of sending salawat upon him in a hadith narrated by Imam al-Tirmidhi and Ibn Hibban who classified it as sahih. He said, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, أَوْلَى النَّاسِ بِيَ يَوْمَ الْقِيَامَةِ أَكْثَرُهُمْ عَلَيَّ صَلَاةِ That the people who have the most right to me, the people who will be the closest to me on the day of resurrection are those who sent the most blessings upon me. So this is one of the, if this was the only hadith we had about the virtue of saying, Allahumma salli ala Muhammadin wa ala ali Muhammad, kama sallayta ala Ibrahim wa ala ali Ibrahim, sending these beautiful salutations and blessings upon him. If this was the only hadith we had and we dedicated our lives to it, it would be worth it. Because he is the one who will intercede, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. In another hadith, narrated by Abu Dawood and is also sahih, it's authentic. The Prophet sallallahu said, إِنَّ مِنْ أَفْضَلِ أَيَّامِكُمْ يَوْمَ الْجُمْعَةِ The best of your days is the day of Friday. So what should one do on the best day? فَأَكْثِرُوا عَلَيَّ مِنَ الصَّلَاةِ فِيهِ So increase and send abundant salawat upon me, especially on that day. فَإِنَّ صَلَاتَكُمْ مَعْرُوضَةٌ عَلَيْهِ For your blessings upon me are presented to me. So someone said, oh, Messenger of Allah, how could our prayers be presented to you after you pass? And he said, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, confirming the life that he has in the grave. إِنَّ اللَّهَ تَبَارَكَ وَتَعَالَى حَرَّمَ عَلَى الْأَرْضِ أَجْسَادَ الْأَنْبِيَاءِ sallallahu alayhim. That Allah, blessed and exalted as he, has forbidden the earth from eating away at the bodies of the prophets. May Allah's peace be upon them. So this is an indication of many things, but primarily here that especially on the day of Friday, sending salawat upon him, sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam. In another very profound hadith, and once again, if this was the only one we had, it would be enough. But look at how these ahadith are mutually reinforcing, that it only further indicates the emphasis and the importance and centrality of sending salawat upon the Prophet One of the companions, Sayyidina Ubay ibn Ka'ab, may Allah be well pleased with him, he said, I said to the Messenger of Allah, I send many salawat upon you. I send many of Allah's blessings upon you. So how much of my extra time devoting myself to remembrance and invocations should I dedicate to sending salawat upon you? And the Prophet said, whatever you wish. So then I said to him, should I do a quarter of my time 
sending blessings upon you and the other three quarters doing other things. And the Prophet ﷺ said, ما شئت فإن زئت فهو خير لك. It is whatever you wish, but if you increase, it's better for you. So then I said, should I do half of my extra invocations dedicated to sending salawat upon you? And the Prophet ﷺ, once again, he leaves the door open. It's something that is, in this case, a sunnah. It's something, in this case, that is recommended. He's not enforcing it or making an, an, an obligation upon him, but he tells him, whatever you wish. But if you do more, it's better for you. And he, sallallahu alayhi wasallam, is the most concerned for our benefit and our success. So then Sayyidina Ubay ibn Ka'b, he says, should I do two-thirds of my extra time? Now, he's someone who's thinking about his time management. What should I do? How do I, how do I apportion my my time of extra devotions. And should I do two-thirds? And the Prophet ﷺ once again gave him the same answer. Whatever you wish, but if you increase, it's better for you. So then he said, Oh, Messenger of Allah, should I make all of my extra invocations dedicated to sending salawat upon you? Now, if you tell that to some people, they say, No, no, that's too much, akhi. They say, What did the Messenger of Allah say? Did he say, No, 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 stop right there. No, that's too much. He said, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, if you do that, if you do that, your worries will be taken care of and your sins will be expiated. And there's so many meanings that the scholars talk about with relation to that. But this is just enough for the purpose of this khutbah to know that this is something that we should dedicate ourselves to. And inshallah, in the second khutbah, we'll talk about some of the benefits that we receive from sending salawat upon the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam. Wallahu yaqulu wa qawluhu al-haqqul mubin. Wa idha qurya al-Qur'anu fastami'u lahu wa ansitu la'allakum turhamun. Wa qala tabaraka wa ta'ala fa'idha qara'ta al-Qur'ana fasta'ith billahi min ash-shaytanir rajim. أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم خذ من أموالهم صدقة تطهرهم وتزكيهم بها وصل عليهم وصل عليهم إن صلاتك سكن لهم والله سميع عليم Allah informs the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم Take from their wealth, O Prophet, charity in order to purify and bless them and pray for them. Surely your prayer is a source of comfort for them. And Allah is all hearing, all knowing. Barakallahu li wa lakum fil Qur'an al-Azim wa nafa'na bima fihi min al-ayati wa al-dhikr al-hakim wa ajarana min khizzihi wa adhabihi al-alim aqulu qawli hadha wa astaghfirullah al-Azim li wa li walidayya wa lakum wa li jami' al-Muslimin fa astaghfiruh innahu huwa al-ghafur al-Rahim Seek Allah's forgiveness, indeed he is forgiving and merciful. Inna alhamdulillah, hamdan yuwafi ni'mah wa yukafi'u mazidah wa nashhadu an la ilaha illallah wahdahu la sharika lah wa nashhadu anna sayyidana muhammadan abduhu wa rasooluh Allahumma salli wa sallim wa baraka alayhi wa ala alihi wa ashabihi ajma'in amma ba'd fayaibadallah inni usikum wa nafsiya bitaqwallah la ilaha illallah so as we take advantage of the month of Sha'ban, one of the things that helps encourage us and helps us 
dedicate ourselves to sending blessings upon the Prophet is understanding and appreciating the benefits that come from doing so. So there is a beautiful description by Sayyid Muhammad Alawi al-Maliki rahimahullah, but I only just took a few points because he mentions, I believe, 39 points, and there are many, many more. There are endless benefits in reality, but these are just a few from much more that could be said. He says that when a person sends a blessing, a salah upon the Prophet wasallam, they receive 10 blessings, and they are elevated 10 degrees, and they are granted 10 good deeds, and they have 10 sins forgiven for them. Another of the benefits of sending blessings upon the beloved Prophet wasallam, is that it is a means to receive his intercession. On the day when everyone will be in a state of terror and fear, he will be the one who will speak before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and he is the only one who is given that distinction to speak before anyone else sallallahu alayhi wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam and when we send salawat upon him he will intercede on our behalf. Another of the benefits is that it is a safeguard against poverty. This is one of the things scholars mention is that by sending salawat upon the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Allah will protect your rizq, your provision, and protect you from poverty. There's another hadith about the blessing and the benefit of sending salawat upon the Prophet ﷺ, where the Messenger of Allah was shown uh, signs of the unseen reality of the hereafter. And he said, I saw a man from my ummah. يزحف على الصيرات مرة ويجثو مرة ويتعلق مرة so as he was crossing the traverse that is extended over the hellfire, that he would crawl at certain times, that he would hold on at certain times, and he is not essentially getting across very quickly. He's struggling to make it across the slirat. So then what happens? فَجَاءَتْهُ صَلَاتُهُ عَلَيْهِ فَأَخَذَتْ بِيَدِهِ فَأَقَامَتْهُ عَلَى الصِّرَاطِ حَتَّى تَجَاوَزْ then his sending blessings upon me came to him and took him by the hand and stood him up and helped him across the traverse until he made it across successfully. That's one of the blessings of sending salawat upon the Prophet ﷺ. Another of the benefits is that it refines a person's character. It helps overcome the nafs and get through some of these difficult traits and qualities that exist within us. Another of the benefits is that it, it, it earns you the Prophet's love وسلم, that you become beloved to him. When you send salawat upon the Prophet وسلم, like one of the ways that we could try to make it easier for us to understand, it's like you're sending him a text message every so often saying, I love you, I appreciate what you've done for me, I ask Allah to elevate your rank and status. And there are people who do that so regularly that the Prophet ﷺ, as we saw in the hadith, he knows them. He will recognize them on the day of resurrection because their salawat were presented to him so regularly. And then finally, for the purposes of this khutbah, it grants us a direct connection to the Prophet ﷺ.
it gives us this spiritual connection with him that we all need. And when we're talking about preparation, especially for the month of Ramadan, if we really want the Qur'an to enter our hearts, we have to be connected to the heart that received the Qur'an. So much of the Qur'an is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala speaking directly to his beloved Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sallam. And the more we follow his sunnah, the more we love him, the stronger our connection is to him, the greater our appreciation for Allah's book will be. And that is a path that is never ending. That we can continuously, because it's Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's speech, there is no end to the treasures and the wisdom and the knowledge in the Qur'an. But the way that we extract those treasures and expose ourselves to the spiritual breezes that come from the Qur'an is through having a strong connection to the heart that received the Qur'an from the Lord of creation, the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam. So let us make it a month where we dedicate ourselves, whether it's in the morning or the evening when we're commuting, that we have a certain amount of salawat that we send upon the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sallam. And scholars say the smallest amount in order to be considered abundant the smallest amount is 300 times. So especially on a day of Jum'ah, we should make, uh, make it a point of sending abundant salawat upon him and making that something that is a standard part of our everyday life. That is something that comes to our tongues and comes to our hearts on a regular basis. And when we do that, inshallah, we will witness these blessings in our lives. Bi'idhnillahi ta'ala. وأكثروا من الصلاة والسلام على البشير النذير السراج المنير سيدنا محمد فإن الله أمركم بأمر بدأ فيه بنفسه وثن بالملائكة المسبحة بقدسه وآيها بالمؤمنين تعميما فقال مخبرا وآمرا لهم تكريما إن الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل وسلم وبارك على سيدنا المصطفى محمد الله and his angels send blessings upon the prophet O oh, you who believe send blessings upon him and salutations that uh, he is worthy of صلى الله عليه وآله وسلم O oh Allah, send your sublime blessings and salutations upon the Prophet, his family, and companions, and upon the one who believed when things seemed bleak, Sayyidina Abi Bakr al-Siddiq radiyallahu anhu, and upon the mighty companion martyred in the mihrab, Sayyidina Umar ibn al-Khattab radiyallahu anhu, and upon the one who took two lights by the hand, Sayyidina Uthman ibn Affan radiyallahu anhu, and upon his cousin, the gate to the city of knowledge, Sayyidina Ali ibn Abi Talib radiyallahu anhu, and upon Hassan and Hussein, the princes of paradise, and upon their pure mother Fatima and hers, Khadija the wise, and upon Aisha, Hamza, and Abbas, we ask the same. Those who pledged, and at Badr and Uhud they came, and upon all of the Prophet's noble companions, and all those who follow him until the day of standing, and may we be included among them and with them, Ya Arhamar Rahimeen. 
اللهم اغفر للمسلمين والمسلمات والمؤمنين والمؤمنات اللهم لا تدع لنا ذنبا في مقامنا هذا إلا غفرته ولا هما إلا فرجته ولا حاجة هي لك رضا إلا قضيتها يا أرحم الراحمين اللهم آت نفوسنا تقواها وزكها أنت خير من زكاها أنت وليها ومولاها يا أرحم الراحمين ربنا هب لنا من أزواجنا وذرياتنا قرة أعين واجعلنا للمتقين إماما Oh Allah, we ask you to bless us in Rajab and Sha'ban and to allow us to reach the blessed month of Ramadan. We ask you, Ya Allah, that you bring relief to the Ummah of your beloved Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. We ask you, O oh Allah, that you have mercy upon the Ummah of your beloved Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and that you rectify their affairs in their deen and dunya and in the akhirah, Ya Arhamar Rahimeen. We ask you, Ya Allah, that you grant each and every one of us the tawfiq, your enabling grace in order to live in the way that is most pleasing to you, Ya Arhamar Rahimeen. We ask you, Ya Allah, that you make each and every one of us lights that reflect the light of the Prophet and sources of guidance for our brothers and sisters in humanity. Ya Akram al Akramin. And we ask you, Ya Allah, that you assist us and you grant us your tawfiq from you to send abundant blessings upon the Prophet and that you grant us the requisite adab and etiquette with your book so that we are able to receive from the knowledge and the wisdom and the lights of the Quran that transforms our hearts, Ya Akram al-Akrameen, and that we reflect that knowledge to others and we reflect that guidance to others, Ya Akram al-Akrameen wa Ya Arham al-Rahimeen. وصلى الله تعالى على سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين عباد الله إن الله أمر بثلاث ونهى عن ثلاث إن الله يأمر بالعدل والإحسان وإيتاء ذي القربى وينهى عن الفحشاء والمنكر والبغي يعظكم لعلكم تذكرون فاذكروا الله العظيم يذكركم واشكروه على نعمه يزدكم ولذكر الله أكبر Thank you for listening to one of Al-Maqasid's online educational offerings. Our mission at Al-Maqasid is to cultivate holistic learning environments rooted in knowledge, devotion, and service by providing full-time, part-time, online, and community programs. For more information, please visit our website at almaqasid.org and connect with our other online content at almaqasid.org backslash connect.